passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Last week on the Poison Rana free feed, we released part one of Best Match Ever 2023. And then over on the Patreon, we released our review of NXT Arrival from 2014 in a brand new episode of Was Next. Out come the Ascension, making their entrance, the champions coming out first. They just roar as usual. Out come their opponents, turn it up. Too cool. Grandmaster Sexy and Scotty Too Hotty. That was Scotty Too Hotty? I thought it was Christopher <laughs> Daniels. Oh, I thought it was Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Shawn Michaels in his Saudi gear. <laughs> Get this show plus NXT retro reviews, wrestling reviews, movie reviews, and so much more over at patreon.com slash poison Rana. And it's only five bucks. So what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. We are on the post-wrestling podcast feed, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Postwrestling.com, and of course... We are live on YouTube.com slash Postwrestling. Yes. Hello, Postmarks. Hello, Postmarks. It's Tuesday night, so you know what that means. We are your NXT friends. Friends! And we are here to chat about some NXT. So, uh, hello. It's Tuesday. It's the. It's usually the most mundane day of the week but it's great for us because we watch wrestling on Tuesdays. like i wouldn't have been doing anything else tonight anyway it is miserable outside it's pretty much the end of the world outside uh which is fitting because the leafs just won down the road so seven one so i mean really is the end of the world uh (laughs) hell has froze over it was (laughs) it's been raining since like the beginning of the day yeah it's been rain snow i showed up to work and like you know when you don't realize there's a hole in your trainers until you go walking in the rain so, like, luckily I had a pair of socks in my bag, so I swapped over, and I was just 
setting up at work in my socks oh, for ages. Man. And then I was like, fuck, my shoes are still wet. Yeah. Put napkins in my shoes because they were so wet. Miserable, miserable day. And it's yeah. not letting up. It, it felt like that in, in Forrest Gump when he's like, and it rained upwards somehow. It felt like that. Yeah. Today. <laughs> From all sides, Horrible. snowy rain. It's bad in Toronto. So maybe you're listening or joining us from somewhere very warm right now. And we are very envious of you. Very warm and, and dry, possibly. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you're on a beach. Yeah. Maybe you're in your truck. You're Maybe you're on a, on a farm in Australia or something like that. Yeah. yeah shout out Dickie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hello. Yes. Brain and Davey here. Welcome to up next. We're going to chat about tonight's episode of NXT featuring the dusty classic kicking off yet again. Uh, very excited about that. The tag team tournament. Never forget tag team wrestling rules. Uh, but, uh, we, we just did a show here on the post wrestling feed Sunday night with John away. We had a marathon day, didn't we on Sunday? Yeah. I mean, obviously, please check out on this feed if you haven't already the best and worst of 2023 where we got to join the two legends of wrestling podcasting to go through our best and worst categories of the year which is always my favorite show to great do. fun i think it might have been one of our most diverse best and worst we've done yeah i think i think what well, we've done about five now the four of us i think something like that okay and some years we're all kind of on the same page or like two of us are saying one thing to the other. Yeah. We had quite a few like completely different picks this yeah. year, which uh, was a lot of fun. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. 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 It was a ton of fun. We had a lot of laughs talking about uh, the good, the bad and the ugly. And uh, it was, it was pretty good. So go check that show out if you haven't already. And Hey, if you like what you heard, check out Poison Rana, search that in your podcast app and check out some of the shows we just do. Uh, well, we do a lot of shows every week, but we just dropped a bunch of shows this past weekend. Like you said, uh, we, we did have a, a long day of recording. We did a Poison Rana where we chatted about the first dynamite of 2024 and then wrestle kingdom 18 which uh we both are rave if you want to hear us rave about danielson and okada that's the show go listen yes. to that show uh and then we kind of split split up our afternoon because we decided to give it out for free over on our free feed there best match ever 2023 part one where we looked at matches 10 to 6, so five matches, counting down the best of the year as voted by our listeners and by us, yeah. uh, kind of put together in a whole uh, voting system. And uh, it was pretty fun, too. It's the easiest shows to do. Again, you just at the end of the year, I mean, the new year's already started, but watching the best matches of the year, very easy to to just like go back and watch these matches. Oh, yeah. Uh, great fun. Loved that show, uh, talking of the matches that came 10 to 6. I think this year you could have gone so many different ways with any of the ones from the, the top 10. There's, there's about four matches this last year, rather. I would tie for first place, honestly. Yeah, like yeah. I can't, I can't put anything between them. And we are going to be, uh, recording on Wednesday part two of, uh, best match ever. And, and maybe we'll send the link out to patrons and anyone who's around. We could, we could maybe record that one as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So if you liked part one, please check it out if you haven't listened to it. And if you like it, check out our Patreon. It's five bucks a month to become a friend and you get that show coming out Wednesday. You also get our was next arrival. Oh, we finally arrived at arrival. Hey, if you're a true NXT fan, then maybe you listen to our show was next over on our Patreon where we've been going through NXT from the beginning. And yes, we finally arrived at arrival. We very almost accidentally timed this to coincide with the 10th. Anniversary yeah. It's like 10 years show. next, next month, next month. Yeah. yeah. 
So uh, absolutely give this a, a listen. I think this this very show was where a lot of you guys might have jumped on and watched NXT for the first time. Cesaro, Sami Zayn. It really, from from this onwards, it we're really getting into that that golden age now, I'd say. Um, yeah. Arrival was the thing that kicked it all off, and now we're going to be getting into the uh, the full sale takeover era uh, before we we're on the road to Brooklyn, I guess. Yeah, it's it's great going back and rewatching kind of the the golden days of seeing the the superstars of today and tomorrow, as we still do on this show every Tuesday. So uh, we finally chat about Arrival, and we were joined by our Was Nexperts, Chris Price and Marie. They always write in every time we do a Was Next. We thought it would be very fun to invite our friend patrons on, and it was pretty fun to hear uh, all the different views and opinions and and things going on. Even too cool show up on this show so yeah uh, a fun show to go back and watch so that podcast is available now and hey again five bucks for a a month's access we got a few shows lined up in the in the the holster here for you including coming out later this week at some point we decided a best match ever wouldn't be the right show for what we wanted to talk about so we're presenting i guess what we could say our first official poison rana profile Mm. the von eric family yeah, I, I guess we kind of did something similar with this with the, the Summer of Punk show we did a while ago. But yeah. yeah, I think this is something we could maybe do a bit more of, whether it looking at a like a, a moment in time or in this case, we're looking at the whole Von Erich story. So from talking about the Dark Side of the Ring documentary to the Iron Claw film, and I've put up a playlist on the Patreon of all these matches I found. I found some like Fritz Von Erich matches from the the 60s and 70s um a bunch of the the boys like singles career obviously the the six man tags against the freebirds yeah i've even found a pizza commercial oh that yeah that one's cool great about. oh yeah um yeah i think this is going to be really interesting and uh and kind of um i know in the in both the documentary and the film they kind of have these key matches that they kind of talk about and show bits of so kind of watching the actual version of that and it's a period of time neither of us have really watched a yeah yeah um like we've only really dabbled in it a little bit when we did like our rick flair steamboat show for that era but yeah it's it's really kind of a uh an era that we haven't really talked about so yeah uh i think this is going to be a a really detailed show and um luckily like so much of this stuff is available on youtube i found some great youtube creators who we will give a shout out on the patreon who have just compiled like there's like a, a Texas wrestling YouTube channel. And, yeah, 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 And yeah. the best promos of the <laughs> 70s and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, we're going to be talking all about the Von Erichs, and I, I can't wait for this one. Yeah, we're going to talk all about the Von Erich family. You've got a, a great list of different matches and some moments and promos. We are going to talk about the Dark Side episode, uh, the Iron Claw movie. It's a whole Von Erich profile podcast that we're going to do. So we're really excited about that. Going to drop that uh, probably in the later half of this week, recording it this weekend. So uh, lots of shows there. And then on the complete different end of the <laughs> spectrum, I mean, oh, my God, you want to talk a complete opposite. I don't know how anyone can re- tie these two together, so I'm not going to try. But we do a show called Up Yours where family member patrons get to, to get to come on and pick stuff for us to watch. And we've watched some crazy things we've recently done the Lord of the Rings trilogy mm-hmm. in the past few months. But John Ceno, who hosts Shot in the Dark here, uh, we love him. And 
He's picked some great movies in the past uh, for some for past up yours picks, but we decided we, he's kind of like, Hey, I can take the back seat a little. I join you guys for tons of shows, but he's kind of like, all right, now I want my turn. And we're like, okay, what do you, what do you want to watch? What do you want us to, to, to talk about? And he's picked something that ties in with another podcast associated to the post wrestling podcast family network, whatever you want to call it. MCU later. Now, see, we have, Sino has a little bit of a gripe apparently because the MCU later guys, they're frauds, they're fakes because they haven't watched <laughs> all the Marvel movies like they say they have. They forgot one. And Sino has made it very clear that we have to be joined not only by John Sino, but the great WH Park to chat about what, Davey? Howard the Duck. Quack, quack. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you seen this movie? I think I have. Yeah. But, like, as a kid, like, I've, I have I feel like I either rented this from Blockbusters or watched it on TV. I think I watched it with my cousins. I probably loved it because it's a duck, you know? But yeah. uh, I know this movie is has a lot of hate, and I can't really remember much of it at all. So I know there's there's the the the, the chick from Back to the Future, okay. Leah Thompson. She, uh, yeah, I think she hooks up with the duck. Hey, spoilers. And I could be wrong, but there could be duck boobies in this movie too. So it's, it's a really bad movie. So I can't wait to talk about it with WH Park and John Ceno for MCU later up yours. <laughs> Talking about spoilers. I've got a super chat from Jake. Oh, uh, nice. He says another great best worst of show guys. By the way, sorry for the Wrestle Kingdom spoiler, Davey. I promise I'll be better. <laughs> well, thank you, Jake. And yes, please do. Um, <laughs> And five dollars. That's it. No, 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 no. You got to come back stronger than that. No, um, I'm joking. But yeah, uh, and all of our kind of world champs, uh, family members, uh, we are going to start kind of focusing on the up yours a bit in the next couple of months. Uh, December's always just a wild and wacky time. Holidays. We couldn't really get over uh, round to one. Uh, but I, I've got a bunch lined up that we're going to get through. Uh, we're going to be talking about Kill Bill coming up. Nice. Uh, Wallace and Gromit. Cheese, Cheese Gromit. Gromit. Um, uh, the Crow. We're going to be talking wow. about that in the next few coming months. Battle Royale 2. Um, oh, shit. It's a year since that review we did. Yeah. Uh, so Plus so many more. So please, World Champ family members, get your uh, picks into us. And I think February especially, we're going to be just burning yeah. through these things. Yeah. And I mean, you if you become a friend for only five bucks, you get access to all those reviews in the past in the bank there. We have so many in our catalog of all these podcasts and uh, hours and hours of entertainment. So give us a shot if you haven't already. It's five bucks to become a friend and you get access to all these wonderful podcasts, whether it's wrestling, movie reviews, NXT. There's stuff for everyone. The whole family. Maybe not, but m most of the family. Just yourself, probably. But that's okay, too. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, having them in the bank, we're going to be having a little money in the bank here in the six. It's been announced. WWE's doing the whole weekend here in toronto in june right the first week of june, june yeah so they're doing smackdown money in the bank and nxt heat wave yeah so i mean i think it's safe to say we'll be doing a up up next heat wave show at some capacity here in toronto so uh we'll definitely be doing it somehow please we have to get brooks jensen 
over to have a Brooks Jensen he, beverage. He has uh he has liked tweets about uh the Gabby's cocktail yes. more times than once now. Yes. We got So do we it. need to get him over to 309 King Street West. Yeah, we need to we need to make that happen. Brooks Jensen, we love you, pal. Yeah. We, we're, you may have lost your other friends lately. We we're your st- family. You still got you yeah, still we, got us. We got you. Bro. <laughs> um yeah. Uh, yeah. So NXT- excited. we've we've been super lucky the last few years of getting some big events here, and I'm, yeah. I'm really excited. Money in the Bank. It's one of the the big shows. Uh, it's one I haven't been to, so I, I get to tick that wow. uh, off the bucket list. And uh, but yeah, just doing the whole weekender, having an NXT here again. It's been uh, it's been so long since I've been to an NXT show. I haven't been since pre-pandemic. So uh, and I'm getting back into it again. So I'm I'm looking forward to Heat Wave. Uh, and of course, money in the bank. Yeah. So, uh, and we, seeing all you guys, hopefully. Yeah. I know, I know uh, probably some listeners are going to be making the, the travels up and stuff. So definitely can't wait to, to tie up ones with you fine folks. But I'm imagining that we have something in the works. I've, I've put John Pollock to the task of coming up with a punny name for a money in the bank ripoff event. I mean, all in, we had all in it. That was pretty much real easy to do. Forbidden poor. That was pretty easy too. Money in the bank is going to be a little harder. So yeah, get them into us. What kind of money in the bank? Money uh, in the drank. Money like in the drank. Puns. Uh, you can get. To I us guess or, drank. Right. Or like th- money in the drank. Yeah. Honey. We can, we can think outside the box as well. Like, yeah. uh, like something like cash in. Like, what can we do with that? Oh, okay. Thing right. As well, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. True. Um. Yeah. Uh, so get your at Poison Rana pod. Just call it the cash-in. The cash-in? Yeah. I think yeah. you just figured it out. All right. Maybe. Live on a show. Maybe. At John Pollock. What do you think of it, John? <laughs> <laughs> He's not in his head, I'm imagining. In yes or no, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, we will be, uh, be doing that. We are, uh, definitely gonna be doing that, but that's, that's months from now. That's when it will be nice and warm, hopefully here in the, in the city. So looking forward to that though. We're, we're lucky here in Toronto. We get a lot of big shows and stuff that come through. I'm definitely excited. And honestly, I, I know as funny as it sounds, I love going to the wrestling, but love going to the wrestling now with like our, fans and, and community and listeners and friends it's just like so much fun so i definitely can't wait for that in in the summer so heat wave money in the bank and smackdown coming to toronto definitely see us there there's more wrestling in toronto coming up i'd say even more recently if you are in the toronto area you will definitely catch us at demand lucha lucha tendencies at the parkdale hall on january 18th because i mean we go all the time and we rave about how much fun we have at this place and how much we love to support our boy gringo loco oh yeah and him and jack cartwheel tore the house down in a ladder match at the last show we went to and now to somehow raise the stakes they've added ali to make it a triple threat this time. The three-way dance here with the three of them. I know this match is going to be crazy. So, oh, demand Lucha. Yeah, this is going to be absolutely you gotta check insane. It out. Absolutely. Uh, 100%. And on top of that, we love this guy called Seraphis. Yes. I don't know who it is. He's just been amazing every time we've seen him. He puts people through doors. He's the luchador guy. He wears a mask and the horns. And he's facing Joey Janela. So, I'm ex- also excited about that. <laughs> I'm really pumped. There's some great wrestling Uh everywhere and i love it it's a good it's going to be a great year of wrestling this year 2024 absolutely and then we do have another watch party just around the corner oh man okay last plug here i swear but uh 
Jess, if if you're in Toronto for the Royal Rumble, you got to come to our party. Or if you're in the GTA area, or f- just fly in, come watch it with. <laughs> We're gonna be doing a Royal Rumble watch party in the six at Gabby's King Street West downtown Toronto. And if you're listening to this and you're planning on joining us, use a listener only promo code to what get like it's 50 percent off oh the yeah tickets. yeah promo code bde friends bde friends all one word all capital letters that gets you 50 percent off your tickets for the rumble yes i cannot wait this is gonna be fun i was designing the drink menu today we've got some new drinks coming up i i think once uh yeah do you want to give them all away now or maybe wait closer too uh maybe wait i'll be making the the actual proper menu okay soon so i can i can put that out but yeah Yeah. some very kind of uh specific ones to some other uh wrestlers we haven't really focused on before because we're we're uh we're partaking in dry january we are but we're breaking it for alcohol free yeah we were drinking beers on the best and worst of show but they were zero push zero percent heinies actually not bad yeah they're pretty tasty heineken zero percent yeah and now i'm drinking some like lemon thing so i don't know what yeah we got some samples uh i think a lot uh seem to be doing dry january yeah this month and the the actual province is like sponsoring dry dry February. february aren't they so yeah we had some reps come into the the bar to give us out some samples today and they went well david you're doing dry january so here's a bunch of free alcohol free beer yeah that new year's hangover just we're like no more yeah we need a break right now so uh yeah we're, we're doing dry january and slash possibly february but but breaking for the rumble party for sure i think so i'll see how i feel on the day but uh, oh i, I yeah. well i gotta try some i gotta of the... try some of these cocktails I exactly guess. yeah, yeah. Uh, what about the food menu have you uh Food menu is being worked on as well. We've got <laughs> Davy has come up with something very, very crazy. I it's... it got approved by like okay the head chef. I'm hoping you can like you can say it if it might, doesn't I'm happen. I'm hoping to do rumble wings. <laughs> explain, please explain Royal Rumble wings. And I I know someone's gonna listen to this and steal this idea, but please explain it. Thirty wings, thirty dollars, and assorted flavors so just rumble roulette you don't, you don't know, know what, what you're, you're getting. getting 30 different rumble flavors yeah. of wigs exactly for 30 dollars. yeah if this works out oh man people everyone will order it i'll order there's it. a chance if everyone's ordering at once the kitchen goes fuck <laughs> it 30 honey garlic going to table nine like something like that but because we do the royal rumble shot yeah where you order a shot and the bartender kind of will give you a random and it could be a shot of tequila. It could be a shot of sourpuss. It could be a shot of henny. You don't know what it could yeah. be. So uh, it could be a weird mix that just really doesn't work, but yeah, yeah, like a Royal Rumble. Absolutely. So yeah, we're, we're looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, and the Rumble is always a fun one to look, to, to watch and things are getting heated up with WWE right now. So I'm excited. Things are. I think this could be one of the most exciting, like final fours, uh, we've had. I, I did watch Raw yesterday. I kind of, I, I quite liked the whole promo segment between Drew and Punk and Punk promising that. Drew will be the last one he throws out of the ring and that kind of thing. I think this year you could have a, you know, last year how we kind of had a a proper match between Gunther and Cody at the end. Yeah. I feel we'll have that with a final four this year where they'll yeah, go yeah. like a, a decent while. like 10 plus minutes. Yeah. Those four. CM Punk. Will um, you, your money's on Punk? Punk, Cody, Gunther, Rock? I mean, uh, Seth is going to have to go in to try and reclaim his 
title he's losing next to Monday. gender exactly yeah so yeah uh, if you learned anything in the world of wrestling don't hinder the gender we're gonna learn how petty uh paul Levesque is next seth, monday sorry seth you gotta take one for the team buddy <laughs> you'll win it back at the rumble just just uh sorry gender's going over yeah never forget nxt that's where NXT that ma- is this is a rematch of this where it all begins again. Yeah, uh, we we've done a show talking about it yeah, uh, on our Patreon, where where it was the finals of the inaugural title, which Seth won. The match kind of sucked, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there weren't many many good NXT matches around that time. There's no real good gender matches, really. But I just love gender. Everyone no. loves gender, but like, is he great? Not really. I think he's better talker I than like he is him as a talker. He's jacked. Yeah. And he, he looks great. He and he talks. Himself, like, yeah, yeah. I but think. when it comes to in ring, um, he's not great, but yeah. He's um, great to cheer for. I don't for and think it particularly helped either. Like his matches were against Randy Orton, you know, like in that title right Who's kind I, of boring. I like Randy. Yeah. But Randy kind of boring. is very methodical and you see when he's unmotivated and when he is motivated. And yeah. I don't think that was a very motivated Randy around that time. Fair. Um, you know, are we getting, uh, coming up the awesome truth as new tag team champions? That'd be pretty cool. Did you see, uh, our truth on raw? Uh, no, I did. Oh, when he was like behind them, All, I saw the photos. Oh, it, it was so good. Oh, I have to watch. Um, yeah. Our truth saying about how it, it was kind of like that line from Jericho ever since he was a little boy, he knew he wanted to be AEW champion. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was like, ever since I was born, I knew I wanted to be in the judgment day. Right, right. And then it's going through about like Rhea winning the rumble and like, oh, he's there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, even the in your house judgment day 98 and it's got <laughs> undertake with truth on it. But my favorite bit was where he's like, and I love all, all the judgment day, Rhea, Dom, uh, sorry, Rhea, priest. Uh, JD, Tom and Nick Mysterio. <laughs> He's like, I haven't met Nick yet, but Tom's all right. Tom and I'm and sure Nick. Nick will be. <laughs> so truth just, just being great this year. And yeah, yeah, great comeback. It's never too late for a comeback. I love, I, I never forget when he put the ladder in the Royal Rumble. In the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I don't know how he topped that, right? Yeah. Like, oh, he's been, he's been great. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. The fact that I'm wanting our truth and Miz to be champs over DIY right now is saying yeah something. true yeah damn yeah never forget mm. but uh yeah I'm excited Royal Rumble then WrestleMania season like everything's kind of really really going right now and same with like AW I'm looking forward to the new year of seeing what they kind of go yeah. and you know off of one show they they got some different directions hopefully they can stick with it but but like why the f is Hook getting a title no uh no I'm joking. We, I mean, we finally got Edge versus Edge on Saturday, so we're off to a good start. I came in earlier today to the the apartment, and you had that on, and I was like, "Wait a second, is Edge wrestling himself?" It was a long running joke back when we were doing BDE, uh, BDE Elite yeah. for a long time. Is Edge just Griff Garrison? Every time Griff Garrison was on TV, Jr. would be, "Ah, oh, it's a young Adam Cope." Yeah, yeah, and it, the, I guess the hair, really, the body type. He's got the like the height as well. Yeah, right? yeah. But, Dream yeah. match. I'm assuming the Cope won. Uh, yeah, I didn't finish the oh, match. Okay, my bad. <laughs> sure, it was great. Uh, I'll, I'll let Jack, Jake tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> no spoiling collision from three nights ago. Yeah. Please stop. No. Uh, I mean, the Battle in the Valley show is looking stacked. You get Daniel. We're getting Danielson, Zach Saber Jr. Oh uh, yeah, like uh, rematch. And Daniel, uh, Zach Saber Jr. is telling him like, "No pinning me. You have to submit me." Like 
Is it a submissions only no. match? So, so Danielson's pinning him. So <laughs> so no, Saber. Zach's yeah, pinning. he should pin him. Yeah. Like schoolboy him. <laughs> yeah. Because Danielson and him tangled. It's an amazing match. One of the best matches it's of this year. So but he they wrestle and chain wrestle and then it's just the Busaiko Nini pins him, right? Yeah. So it's like he didn't submit him. So I'm excited for that. Love it. Wow, that's this weekend. I didn't No, like... no, sorry. That's not Battle in the not Valley. Battle in that's... the Valley. Sorry, I got that wrong. That's like in Osaka. Oh, okay. In a little while. Okay. Riddle Riddle is fighting Tana on that show as well. Awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, not so much for that match, but the other. No, but yeah, Danielson, yeah, Sabre. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Sonata Naito too. Maybe Jake will spoil you on that one too. Really? Is that happening? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> you know, first one like was better than I thought it would be, but still. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Still. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, should we talk about some uh, NXT? Let's do it. Yes. At Poison Rana Pod, Twitter, Instagram. Go follow us for everything that we do. But let's chat about some NXT because it's NXT time. It is NXT time. <laughs> NXT from January the 9th, 2024, live from the Capitol Wrestling Center. We start with a moments ago as we see Blair Davenport and Nikita Lyons brawling outside. And they brawl right the way to the ring to conveniently start their match at the top of the hour. And the commentary are like, oh, but this match was supposed to be later on. It's meant to be later. Um, we get some body slams from Nikita, a spinning thrust kick to the jaw. Uh, Blair then sends Nikita shoulder first into the ring post and then jumps off the apron with a double stomp to the back on the outside. Rolls Nikita into the ring and does another double stomp to the back in the ring. And then has a guillotine lock applied, which gets countered into a suplex. And then Lyons hits a kind of awkward looking snap suplex where the ref goes to Blair right away to check because she landed very close to her head. There's then this like second rope springboard. You know, sometimes you get the in the corner, you jump up and spring off the second rope to like do a drop kick to the face or something like that. Nikita does it where she then turns around and sticks her butt in your face. Was a choice. Uh, looked kind of interesting. Um, and then Blair goes for the Kamagoye, which Nikita counters. Uh, Nikita goes for a spin kick on the outside, but Blair moves. So she hits the ring post. And the leg gets all caught up between the rope and the ring post, allowing uh, Blair to take advantage. Chop block to the back of the knee. And then Kamagoye, the knee to the face. And Blair Davenport wins. We live in a world in 2024 where Blair Davenport does a better Kamagoye than Kota Ibushi. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Nikita, like being injured and then coming back after so long, like I think we've said, like there's a lot of other talents that kind of surpassed where she was because she was yeah. in that 2.0 time frame and then got injured and come back and like things have changed kind of since then. But I didn't necessarily think she couldn't hang with blair here but storyline wise i'm like well blair just had a pretty good match with lyra and i don't know if necessarily that kind of feud is over so i i was even though she's the heel i was rooting for her to win this match in a weird way and didn't was, really care about it was it. like a rehab match for blair um it, we, we... it should be it's, it's really a rehab match for nikita because she's been waiting to get her hands on her and it it started them fighting but then it just she just lost so it really hurts her they could continue it in the uh in the battle royal next week yeah we'll get to yeah. um but i i think blair is the one you should be protecting a bit more right now she's good um nikita like i i know what you mean i think some of her kicks look good i just feel she moves a bit slow in the ring and maybe that is something that 
you know, you take the injury out of it, she'd be a lot smoother kind mm-hmm. of in between the moves right now. Um, but I, I didn't think she looked bad here, but it is just like she's a pace behind, I think. Um, I mean, Blair's been, you know, all over the world doing this for a long, long time. Nikita yeah. only a little bit of time, but still I, I see more in Blair lately. I'm like, okay, actually you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're gaining. I'm still just a bit confused how like simple the match was last week. I thought you'd have had some sort of yeah. like a bit more protection of Blair last week. Same, same it, here. I mean, Nikita's yeah. story just kind of, she's, she's just she busted. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay. never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we then get a dusty classic video as the tournament's starting this week. Um, yeah, I found something very funny and interesting in this video. Voiced by Cody Rhodes. Right. The son of the son of the plumber, mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes. And Cody here is explaining the dusty classic and says, NXT is the Ellis Island of professional wrestling. I thought to myself, when have I heard someone say that before? And then I remembered, oh yeah, Cody Rhodes. When he used to say... AEW is the Ellis Island of wrestling. <laughs> I just found that very funny. That was a line he used in a lot of like media and interviews and, and things. And I just found that very interesting that he's just slides those around there. You see clips from like the first Dusty Classic with him and Dustin, uh, revealing the trophy and all that. Yeah. I couldn't believe when they said, uh, 2015 was when this started. This means next year is 10 years since the, start of the dusty classic that's crazy crazy how nine years it's going now yeah um do you remember who won the first dusty classic oh boy uh samoa joe and finn balor yeah frank i'm coming for you coming for that title boy and i think we might get a makeshift team win this year perhaps oh yeah, yeah me too so we go to our first uh oh first we uh before we go to commercial break, we see Braun and Baron making their way to the ring, but they're doing the, I want to be in front. I want to be right. in the front. Like, I want to be the leader. The a-holes. The a-holes. Is what we're calling them. We see Trick and Mello backstage, and uh, Trick is kind of pissed up Mello for coming out last week during his match. He says, look, you say one thing, you say you're not going to come out, and then you come out. You say one thing and you do another. And Mello's like, yeah, but, you know, I saw... That tweet from Shawn Michaels that said a former WWE champion was going to be out there. So I had to. So I just had to. And uh, Mello says, look, we don't know how long Ilya is going to be out. So I pulled some strings and got us the last slot in the Dusty Classic. And Trick doesn't look happy about this. Um, Trick says, look, I, I think I should be locked in and focused on the singles match with Ilya. Mello goes, well, look, just think how great it will be. Like, I'll become a triple crown champion and you'll be a two-time trick. And Trick thinks about it and is like, huh, sounds kind of nice. It's got a ring to it. I like that. So they agree. They say, well, that's all it's ever going to be. That's all it is and all it's ever going to be. Yeah, I like the, like, I I guess after last week, it was kind of like, wait, what is going on? So they're, they're stretching, like I said, stretching this out to the pay-per-view for the PLE for this we thing. don't really know what's going on with Ilya. Like, is it visa issues or something right now? I don't know. I, it's been since the like the new year, hasn't it? Yeah. Where you assume he went home. Yeah. Like, I know that. Uh, like, it seems like a few other wrestlers, and not just like WWE. Like, there's some visa stuff going on, but like, is there something? So I don't know. Yeah. Um, did you see Mello's tweet? Yes. So last week he he tweeted out saying like, "Look, I got you." 
Waller versus Trick in the main event, and then it's the Observer Booker of the Year, Booker but and it's promoter and the promoter year. of the year, and it's a picture of Mello in the in the frame. And then after this promo aired on TV, he tweeted out, "Did it again twice in a weekend." It's the same <laughs> image. <laughs> Mello is pretty fucking funny. Uh, I I love this. I I'm loving the story. Like as much as I'm like, oh, they're dragging it out. Like. Okay, you got me because now I'm like still liking okay, it. Okay, so. so last week I thought they were treading water and yeah. repeating themselves. I I love this though. They, I, I they love, still are. I feel like they still are. But... They they are that they're you know a turn's going to happen yeah. eventually. But the idea of them being in the Dusty Classic, I like that. Yeah, and um, it kind of makes me want to see them go far in the tournament um, because it does stretch this out, and the Ilya match will be there when it's there. Yeah, no, I I like these two. I like how Trick is like, hey, I'm still angry at you for last week. And then Mello pisses him off even more by saying, hey, you're, we're going to tag team now. And then Trick is like, Then all right. Mello has to do is say something that sounds cool. Two title like, You'll have a cool nickname. Time. He's like, yeah. all right. It's kind of like, well, you're my friend. All right. But like, yeah, I, I still like the, the these two as a story. We go to our first round Dusty Classic match. Gallus uh, making uh, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang taking on the team of Bron Breaker and Baron Corbin. The A-holes. Yeah. Um, Joe Coffey wearing uh, a big green coat. Yeah, let me ask. I've, I've now been to the UK, so I can speak on this. What's with all these uh, people over there wearing their hair like that and these, like, raincoat-type things? I don't know. I knew for a reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> they all look like they're yeah. all wearing this. You look like just always, like, mean-mugging. It's like... You probably have so much product in your hair to make it look like that. <laughs> like I've like when it's it was raining today, my hair is falling. I it's awful. He's got it like I can't fucking. I don't know if he's got like a Bieber swoop going on. I don't know yeah, what he's got. got. The, like uh, I can't even hate him for emo it. Emo Peter like, Parker thing. Yeah, and the rain. Co- I can't even. He he looks like he's a rest. Like he looks like a tough guy, but it's just sure. like he doesn't. He hasn't been wrestling a lot, but I don't know. Sure. I like bronze gear, the pink with the. I don't know what the numbers mean, but look cool uh oh, steiner maths that's what yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah got it um yes uh bron catches wolfgang midair with his big like catching spine buster which just looked impressive here considering the size of wolfgang yeah wolfie's big uh mark coffee delivers a nice spinning uppercut to corbin uh blind tags corbin uh sorry blind tags uh wolfgang blind tags in and hits corbin with like the stun gun across the ropes um, then there's a sent on from Wolfgang to Breaker. After the break, all four are in the ring. Uh, commentary are like, ah, the uh, referee's lost control here. It's all breaking down. Uh, Wolfgang hits the wasteland, your favorite move, to hate, Bron. I hate that move. There's the deep six from Corbin to Coffee. And then uh, Corbin does Bron's like breaking pose in the corner and goes to punch wolfgang on the outside but wolfgang moves so he punches the ring post this this move like i think they're doing it all the time yeah in wwe yeah right now. yeah like nikita yeah. did it earlier the the chop or the punch the ring post everyone does it um bron tags in and has a hot tag there's a big gut buster to wolfgang and then this crazy like backdrop stunner to coffee so he like it's like he's doing like a backdrop driver but you know when the opponent like flips out of it to land on their feet, flips him and then hits him with like a like a cutter or yeah. a stunner here. Looked awesome, I thought. Very innovative. And then uh, puts uh, Wolfgang 
sorry, puts Coffee in Wolfgang's arms. Yeah, so he like a fall away slam. Yeah, he makes he makes Wolfie hold his his partner, which like, all right, it's wrestling, so okay. And then what? German suplexes Wolfie so that he follows Mark. Yeah, pretty funny. It's like Wolfgang, just let go. Yeah, just drop your mate, man. Yeah, it's it's funny. Um, Baron then tags himself in. They start to argue. Bron's a little pissed that Baron tagged himself in but then bron pushes corbin out of the way to spear wolfgang and then uh baron hits the end of days to coffee for the win yeah uh, i love the team of a-holes they finally found the right spot for baron corbin i mean they should just win sorry sorry am i hearing that right no you, like like you, you like something no I, I i was really impressed with bron i just yeah. had to relook up that that move and he basically back suplexes the guy mark and then midair turns it into like yeah. an RKO. Like that's a finisher, really. Yeah. That's very impressive. It looks very cool. Uh like this this is the right thing to do if you're gonna have Baron Corbin down here. But Braun is Braun is just waiting. We need to wait post Mania to have Braun debut. We've been saying I think Raw after Mania, Braun shows up, destroys everybody, becomes a huge act. However, that's after WrestleMania. So there's still a lot going on right now. And He's he's won the title. He's main evented everything. It's like, what else is there to really do? A tag team makes sense. Hey, Baron Corbin is also an asshole on this show. So the two assholes together, it really does work. And it's pretty funny. But they're now baby faces. Because <laughs> yeah. right away, they're, they are not heels. Baron Corbin's doing like actual, like he hits, his end of days is still like the move that everyone wants to see. But he's doing the Braun Breaker breaking thing, like you mentioned. They're fighting Gallus, who are clearly the heels because they're pure Gallus. And then Braun Breaker's doing RKOs, spears, and all these crazy moves. They're baby faces. Braun is, Braun's great. They're I doing think. the MJF. Yeah. They're, they're assholes, but they're our assholes. I, I think it really works. I think this is exactly the right thing to, to be doing, especially like Bron being out of the title picture right now. He is just waiting for that call up. And yeah, like he went from being the, the baby face who was starting to get booed. So they turned him. I think he was a, an awesome heel being really sinister. And I, I think, I think people over the last year or so have started to warm to Corbin a bit I think I think people see a lot of who the guy is in the real world and see like seems like quite a nice bloke hanging out actually, with T Swift yeah you know and then but his character can't be anything but a heel really so yeah. being as you said like the assholes as a team I think it works and just I I think Bron has come such a long way in the ring and I, I think he's a really exciting wrestler like his spear looks great that that suplex cutter move he did looks great. Um, how he picks the guys out in midair. He's just, he's going to, he should yeah. be a big deal immediately wait. as soon as he goes to the main roster. I, I think he yeah, needs I, to make a huge impact, like Brock Lesnar in O2 style. I yeah, think. true. Yeah, I, I I genuinely think he'll he'll just kill it on the main roster. And I, I think Raw after Mania would be the perfect spot. Don't bring people in when they got nothing for them because yeah. we've seen that instantly murders these guys, yeah. these call-ups, right? So having something to do makes – like even look at J.D. McDonough. Mm. You could argue that he's one of the best call-ups in recent memory because – they actually had something like at first they didn't remember yeah. he's cat was kicking around and then well i'm finn's mate let's just put him with him and yeah. then it's all of a sudden turned into gimmick now it's spiraling into truth and like it's it's he has something to do what does grimes have to do 
nothing. nothing. So he's, that's he's why he's not on TV. That's why he's not on TV. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you might as well have something planned. And if you do for Braun, it'll be like something so good. He'll he'll go in, have kill people, like feud with people, and just run roughshod. And I think he could be a really big star. But he looked really great in this match. And and yeah, somehow got me to care about a, a Baron Corbin. Even their celebration at the end, they're laughing like. <laughs> I guess I guess that worked. Huh. That was you, pretty good. They should uh, rent uh, the song. One of my favorite bands, Planet Smashers. You guys are assholes. Let's party. And nice. that's how I feel about these two. So. so on the other side of this bracket, we've got Axiom and Nathan Fraser taking on Hank Walker and Tank Ledger later in the show. And on the other side of the bracket, we've got uh, Chase U of Duke Hudson and Riley. Say his name. Riley Bourne. Is that his name? Riley Bourne, that's what we call him, but no, he's or uh, Norman Osborne, Osborne Riley, Riley, Riley Osborne. Osborne. I was close. Okay, um, taking on LWO of uh, Raúl, sorry, Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild, yeah, and uh, Trick and Mellow versus Idris and Malik. Nice. So they're both coming. Nice. So that's your bracket there. Yeah, that's pretty good. That looks. That's all right. We go to the first time in the night to the ranch. To the farm. Yeah. Fallon's farm. That's right. Where Tiffany Stratton lost her match to Fallon, so she's got to do work as a ranch hand for the day. Yes. It's it's uh, it's Tiffany Stratton showing up to Fallon Henley's barn, horse ranch farm mm. here, and she's, well, she's dressed like Barbie. Yes. Yeah. She's in like a furry pink bikini top with a fur coat and a furry pink cowboy hat. She's in heels. Fallon, I assume Fallon does do this in real life because she just looks so the part. Maybe she's just really good at acting. Maybe, but she like her on the horse. She looked very natural. Like this looks like how she dresses in real life. Like, well, yeah, the storyline is is Tiffany Stratton silver spoons versus fallon henley from dynasty like it's yeah. the two the two like the 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 horse girl and the the girl who thinks she's a horse girl because she wears the pink barbie cowboy but yeah. no, no no she's legally blonde kind of thing right away fallon's like you're late like frodo to gandalf <laughs> and uh she says a, a, a tiffy's never late no she, <laughs> <laughs> she says well i'm late because uh it takes time to look this good i'm i was getting ready fair fair enough and she's like well, I actually had an outfit ready for you. You're not working in that, are you? And uh, she's like, no, I, I'm not wearing that. I have to look good. She's pulling faces because she doesn't like the smell. And Fallon is basically going through everything she has to do. She's like, oh, you've got to uh, muck the stalls. And she's like, what is what is muck? And she's like, oh, it means cleaning out. You yeah. clean out the stalls. Yeah. And uh, clean the horse dumping. Just go dumpings. Like, yeah, Dumpings, the horse poop, poop. horse shit, which is censored. <laughs> and she's like, if you see it, pick it up. Oh. And that's the end of the first part. So, yeah, uh, kind of what we in envisioned here is that Tiffany shows up to the ranch. She has for anyone like, wait, why is this happening? Because Tiffany lost. Mm. And in wrestling rules, Tiffany now has to be her servant for a day. And she chose to be ranch hand for for her. So Tiffany has to be her ranch hand. And. Yeah, shows up dressed like Pink Barbie and Fallon's like, don't you want to wear like these overalls? You know where this is going. What I didn't understand here was why Tiffany kept falling over in her heels. 
because she wasn't walking on the mud. She was w- walking on a proper flat surface. And Tiffany should be able to walk uh, on heels. Maybe, no, maybe, maybe like they were pretending that it was like hay and stuff. But it wasn't. It was like a flat floor. Like she maybe the, the, the joke or the gag was like she was trying to avoid the poo. I imagine maybe. Because, yeah, I was like, oh, well, she walks in heels all the time. We see her on TV yeah. all the time. I'm like Fallon trying to walk in heels and not being able to. Make yeah, sense. yeah. yeah but. Again, this is also kind of backwards in wrestling terminology because usually the baby face becomes the servant and you want to see that like the Cameron Grimes mm-hmm. LA Knight kind of stuff, right? So it's like, you know, it is a little backwards, but then it works because you want to see Tiff fall in poop and yeah. stuff. Lyra Valkyria is in the ring and she says that she's pretty confident she'll end 2024 as she started the year, and that's as NXT Women's Champion. <laughs> Sounds like the end of the world right yeah, now. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> it's like five ambulances and fire trucks outside. <laughs> it's the end of the world for us. I always wonder. It's if be we'll, our last show, guys. If we'll just be mid doing a show talking about Tiffany Stratton clearing up horse shit and just like... Overfield happens? It's, yeah, <laughs> and just like, Tiffany Stratton walking in pink heels among haystacks. Imagine and, that's where we are when the zombie happens. buzzing and like, get zombie. out of there, guys. Yeah, yeah. zombie <laughs> apocalypse happens when we're recording a podcast about NXT and we don't check our shit until it's like the end of the show. Oh, at least we have the live chat to let us know, like, guys, you <laughs> guys, should Guys, get out of there. Get out of Ontario yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> We're safe up Get here. Get to Billy Bishop, take a plane. <laughs> We're safe on the 22nd floor, though. Yeah? From zombies and Cloverfield, maybe? I don't know. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> uh, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Lyra, Valkyria. That's middle right. of the ring, she says she uh, believes 2024 will end the same way it started, and that's as her, her as NXT Women's Champion. And she says she knows Blair Davenport won't give up, and wherever this title goes, she will follow. But who will I face at Vengeance Day? Well, I spoke to Ava Rain. Oh, boy. And we're going to have a 20-person battle royal, and the final four will be a fatal four-way. So what I learned from this was Ava Rain watched the New Japan Rambo. She went, hey, there's a battle royal, and then the last last four? four Have a four-way. Okay. So, I mean, this one, it makes sounds like the last one. That will be right away. Right away, yeah, which makes more sense. And then the winner of that match will face her. Okay. Yeah. And this is when Lola Vice and Electra Lopez comes in, and Lola's carrying her breakout tournament contract. Yeah. At first, uh, I, I I thought she was sounding good. Actually, I I feel like Electra's kind of maybe done a lot more of the speaking. I, I feel like I haven't necessarily heard Lola Vice talk like this before. Yeah. Electra's now taking the back seat to Lola. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Lola sounded good. She says, "You're only standing there because your weirdo friend saved you last week." Uh, and Lyra asks. Uh, what happened when you came to NXT with your MMA background? I thought you were going to turn this place upside down, but all I ever see you do is talk. And Lyra says, look, I'm not here to watch you shake your ass on Instagram. I'm here to face Lola Vice, the cage fighter. And now some of these people talking about the crowd, some of these people don't like you. Some do, but everyone wants to see this match happen. And Lola says, look, everyone here loves me. And these people are like sheep. They love my every move and they love my Latina heat. And Lola says... Is that trademarked? <laughs> sorry, yeah. Latina, maybe not. Uh, Lyra says that the only Latina heat she sees is from Electra. She says she's the madrina and helped uh, like build Legado del Fantasma. Business. And business, up 16%. <laughs> 
And uh, when are you going to tell your bestie, referring to Electra, that you have no intention on using that contract for a tag title shot? And like Electra has a little look at her. Mm. And Lyra says, you know what? Let's have a match right now. Bring out a ref. I'm ready. You're ready. It Let's didn't look like go. Lola was ready. No one was ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Electra steps in, punches Lyra in the face. They brawl. And then Tatum Paxley runs out to even the odds. So you have Lyra and Tatum standing tall. And this has set up her tag team match for next week. Yeah. So I'm assuming Lola and Electra aren't in that battle royal then. I guess so. So they kind of lost the opportunity. Well, uh, Lola doesn't need to be in the battle royal. Well, hold on. Because I go back to the best year in professional wrestling of 2005. Great storyline was Edge had the briefcase. Mm. And was like, there was a gold rush tournament going on. Winner gets a world title shot. Edge was like, look, Christian. We'll work together. You like you help me win, and then I'll just give you my briefcase. Mm. So you, I'll give it up. Like I, I can win this way, and then you don't need this kind of thing, or have two opportunities at it. Like if you have the match and lose, then you cash in. Yeah. So Lola should be watching her her tapes and realize that two opportunities are better than one, and she could be walking out champions. I mean, I'd be like- more mad as Tatum. Yeah, Tatum's like, Tatum well, actually, I wanted, be like, what the fuck? I wanted to be in that. I mean, they still could be in it. True, they could. But, yeah. Um, who are your picks for the Battle Royal? I mean, it showed, like, pretty much, like, a bunch of, like, 20 people, right? So, but uh, I guess Blair, one of the final four. Maybe Nikita as well. Cora Jade. I I think it's Blair or Cora, really. Yeah, it's I, be a I think you could just do the Blair match again. Or Lola does win it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could just do Blair again and do the rematch um, or Cora Jade, who they've kind of heated up a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio, If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister. And putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. We then move to Metaphor, who are backstage watching the uh Briggs and Jensen breakup scene. This was pretty funny and pretty sad. I mean, for for Brooks and Jensen cuz they're watching the the clip where they finally say we're going our I separate ways. I still get ways. the name wrong. I, I yeah, said I know. Briggs and Jensen. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Uh well, you won't have to anymore cuz so. they're separate ways. But yeah, this is like heel classic wrestling heels here. No one knows what he's doing because he's like look at these losers. They're like mocking them like, they're "Oh, the they're doing the fist bump, bump and everything and it's great." And Briggs comes in and he's like, what are you laughing at? Yeah, he's pretty the pissed. What the fuck are you laughing at, guys? <laughs> and he's like, nah, we, we're still friends. We just all have different goals. And mine is to be a singles champion. And says, and I would be if it wasn't for your sidekick or Omensa. Mm. I'd be the Heritage Cup champion right now. And he wants a rematch. And this essentially sets up a match later in the night against Oromensa. So, yeah, Briggs is saying, I'm on my own, but... I'm still gunning for that I'm thing, which I think he should win it, At I guess. Yeah. Like, doesn't matter. Um, we then see Luca Crucifino talking to Ava, who's got some gripes uh, from the breakout tournament, because he's like, look, Ava, my foot is clearly under the rope. Right. 
under the rope is a rope break. I shouldn't have been, uh, I shouldn't have been tapped out. I should have won that match or it should have been a rope break. She's like, look, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'm sorry. It's not really under my jurisdiction, but, or whatever, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. And then Dragon Lee comes in and, uh, says, Hey, I'm sorry about all my visa issues last week, but it's sorted now, Ava. It was like, ah, it's all right. She's like, cool. You got Ilya's number? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Alexis King walks in with his own contract that he's drawn up. And his new t-shirt. Great. You t-shirt. said new teeth, but yeah. Uh, oh, that I mean, too. if you, yeah, that, those are so, still, still fresh, but I mean, I don't know how he manages to make this beard look even more like stand out and ridiculous, but he's, st- he just does, man. Like yeah. it's just, it's. Look, look at, I have it open here. It's, it's a thing of beauty. I love to hate this guy. So he's doing a good job. Big yeah. Lexus King fan. I've turned all around on, on the So track. now what? This is what you can do in, well, this match was meant to happen the other week, was it? Yeah. yeah so he was, right. he was like supposed to have this match. Yeah. So he said that that's why he's got this contract. Right. But so, his isn't, his isn't like I can do it anytime, like the breakout because he lost. No. It. So Dragon Lee signs it. He's like, yeah, whatever. And, Calls him a, a rude word in Spanish. So that's our main event is Lexus King, yes. Dragon Lee for the North American title. But I, I, I know I was uh, somewhat harsh on Ava Rain on mm. our best and worst of show here on the post wrestling feed, but I don't take back anything I said <laughs> okay. because she did not sound good here either. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ava. I want you to sound good. Yeah. I want to support you, but wow. They have acting classes in the PC, right? I would hope so. All right. We go to Oro Mensa versus Josh Briggs. There's a big shoulder block from Briggs that sends Mensa just flying across the ring, followed by some big slams. At one point, Lash Legend gets on the apron uh, to distract the ref, and this allows Dar to pull up the ankle, um, which then Mensa follows up by kicking Briggs in the jaw. Uh, Mensa then trips the legs and delivers a big elbow to the back of the head and then starts kicking away at, at uh, Briggs, which pisses him off. And then uh, Briggs comes back with this big, like Ron Simmons-esque one-handed spine buster. Which yeah. A lot of height on this. Looked very good. Uh, Noam Dar then holds Briggs in the corner as Mensa goes for his finishing kind of rolling wheel kick. But Briggs moves and then follows up with the big Stan Hansen-esque lariat for the win. It's his clothesline from hell. It is, yeah. Shades of JBL, mm-hmm. the wrestling god. I think he does a pretty good clothesline from hell. Very Stan yep. Hansen-esque. Uh, I, I'm liking this, like, separate ways of, of Briggs and hopefully more of Jensen. But, yeah, I li- he, obviously beating Mensa here. Uh, Mensa's he, he shows some potential and stuff, but right now I think he's in a good position. And I think Briggs should beat Noam Dar for this cup. Yeah, I think I think Mensa's good in ring. I think he's got a style very similar to a lot of wrestlers in 2020. Yeah, yeah. But um, I almost called him Judgment Day. Metaphor have been good to at least bring out some personality in him and stuff as well. So because it's kind of strange because uh, Brooks Jensen tweeting like, "Oh, would have loved to be in the Dusty Classic. Yeah. Too bad I don't have a tag team partner anymore." When Noam Dar and Orr also could have been in it. Yeah, like there's a bunch of teams that could have been in this tournament so i always think a lot of these tournaments like it could have done another round yeah with some more teams there's it's small it, it's, it's it this is a small one yeah quarter semis finals yeah it? yeah it's not many um but yeah i i like Briggs. uh he's really grown on me over the years and i think he he really stood out in that um iron survivor match so yeah. i'm kind of glad they've separated them when they have and yeah i i'm 
kind of happy they're starting to give him a bit of a push. Me too. We go back to Tiffany on the ranch and she's uh, hosing down things. She's carrying hay. She's shoveling shit. And she asks if she can sit down because her feet are dying because of the heels. And, um, and Fallon's like, well, the horse shit ain't going to clean itself. And learns from one of her ranch hands that um, the, a horse had an accident or something and needs washing, needs cleaning. Um, and she goes, well, that's all you, Buttercup. Tiffany says, don't call me that. And she goes, no, not you. The horse is called Buttercup. <laughs> and she gives her a sponge and tells her to wash the horse. It looked a very clean horse, to be honest. I mean, this ranch slash farm didn't necessarily look that like it looked pretty dirty. Well it was kept. pretty bougie, yeah. to be honest. And I've, I've been around in my time around some stables and stuff. And, uh, it looked pretty, it looked pretty nice. High, high maintenance. In fact, uh, RYN in the chat is also agreeing with us. He's like, you know, why did they have new bar troubles? So Rin in the chat must yeah. know about, uh, about, uh, stables too, but looked very nice. So Fallon does run a, you know, run a tight ship over mm. there. Um, once she's finished cleaning the horse, uh, she's like, right, I'm done. I can go home. She goes, well, you can't put a horse in a, in a dirt, a clean horse in a dirty stable. Um, so she's like, oh, well, they're filthy animals. Of course you can. And she goes, no, you've got to clean the muck out of the stalls, but at least the rake I'm giving you is pink. It's your color. Wow. So now she's going to clean shit out of the stalls. So there's one more after this, right? There is. Yeah. She better give birth to a cow or a cat. What did I say last week? I wanted to see her like help birth. Oh, birth. I thought you meant literally give birth. (laughs) No, not that. (laughs) No, like, oh my God, this, this cow is in labor. And then Tiffany's like, I got this. Like, it would be funny if it's like, she knew, actually knows how to do all this. But anyways, we go to our next match. It's the NXT tag team championship. The family, Tony D'Angelo and Stax taking on OTM. And uh, the family start off by taking it in turns to just take down Bronco, who's kind of the bigger of the two. Uh, Quick tags from the family, uh, isolating Nima. Tony then just launches Stax into a cannonball in the corner. And then military presses Stax above his head, dropping him onto Lucian Price. Um, OTM come back and go for this, like, electric chair stomp so i think it was stacks on uh price's shoulders and then yeah. bronco comes off the apron i don't know if it's like was... a, it's meant to be like a stomp to the chest i don't know yeah or a bulldog or something i wasn't but quite sure kind of missed him yeah uh nema then slides under the bottom rope like slides stacks under the bottom rope think how Rey mysterio does his yeah. splash like that and bronco catches him on his shoulders and you feel like he's gonna then do like a death valley driver or something but he just dumps him on the apron yeah and kind of set up the setup's pretty cool yeah it's like then the execution is kind of lame yeah 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 it's like you get the guy thrown onto your shoulders for like the dvd but instead you just like yeah drop him yeah it's kind of like uh carrying cross's new finisher it's like what i used to do in like create a wrestlers where you where you'd create a finisher where you'd like headlock suplex lift pump handle f5 yeah it doesn't look good at no. all yeah <laughs> they then go for the same move again like right after yeah which i thought our i thought cool. our stream glitched out for a second i was like wait am i going crazy <laughs> um but this time stack slips off and shoves nema into the ring post uh tags tony tony comes in with 
all these suplexes uh look pretty good here does like the the kind of flip over we see dragon lee do later in the night and then starts yeah t- tony osprey here everyone's doing the the wheel osprey flip counter into the powerbomb position yeah exactly yeah um but starts delivering hockey punches then a jackhammer followed by a spine buster i thought d'angelo actually looked really good here italian kurt angle yeah. as, I, as i used to say goes for the fisherman buster but it gets blocked uh there's then the german suplex clothesline combo from the family and then nima comes in breaking it up with a stomp to the chest otm are back in control there's a double what is it like a double back suplex essentially yeah which uh they say otm oh, before hitting it yeah it reminds me of like the the scott drop i'm trying to think of two wrestlers that would do this it didn't it's not a finisher no it's only a two count uh tony then just launches stacks to the outside with this big con helo taking both members of otm out they then hit the bada bing bada boom to nema but uh to sorry to price but bronco breaks it up and then scripts goes up top to interfere so rizzo shoves him off and he falls taking out price i didn't get quite get that she she shoves him he still jumped and then she pushes him and he like leaps <laughs> and then lands on his own teammate yeah. i guess uh and then stacks hits a plancher to the floor and then tony d hits forget about it the fisherman buster for the win sleep with the fisherman yeah buster. uh yeah i love that they have the name for it at least it's not the name i gave it which i still like but the forget about it is pretty is pretty good and it looks good it's like a fisherman brain buster almost yeah. kind of thing uh this match, like the first little bit of it, I, I I don't think OTM are quite there yet compared to some of the other people we see on TV. Like I noticed they like have moments where they are like looking at each other and blatantly like, what are we doing next? Are they yeah. kind of like communicating? And I know it's wrestling. I know it's NXT. It's green and stuff. And but- I wonder that sliding shoulder thing they did was part of that. Okay. Like, they yeah. missed their spot. Because I it, don't know. It was the same move like immediately after. Yeah. That they're like, let's go back on ourselves. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm okay, dying, dying there. Um, so yeah, sorry. I I think the family have really stepped up, though. Like, Tony D for a while was more of just a, a brawler and didn't do too much. But I think his wrestling's really improved. Yeah. And looks very comfortable now. It's, it's kind of weird watching this match and going, wow, Tony D'Angelo is the veteran here now at this point which is bizarre yeah i as, i think tony and stacks have definitely come into their own I, I think the second half of the match it picked up tony looked really impressive stacks has been really impressive stacks is great, but yeah. I, I see this now as like a unit like wwe is triple h is like huh factions are what's working let's keep doing teams factions and everything and here you have the italian family the yeah. mobsters as soon as you put these guys on tv on main roster you do a show in jersey like i think these guys will be super over there there's got to be a lot of italians out there who watch wrestling Mm -hmm. and who do they have to to support lately they don't have a bruno san martino to support we need i'm not even italian and i support the italians supporting this these italians so i i can't wait you know we've been through a lot with tony d he's a 2.0 real heavy on the gimmick when it came to kind of big showings he didn't really show up he kind of was just like hit and miss and i think since having stacks there it has worked. They've been through some hoops with, you know, murdering two dimes and AJ Galante or whatever. They've mm-hmm. been through some rough things, but I think it's finally coming together that I'm like, oh, you guys are like, 
working really They've well. They've helped each other out. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And I mean, Rizzo just being recently added to them also, I think, kind of completes the act a bit. It would help if she is a wrestler. I can't say that I've seen her wrestle yet. So, like, I don't like when you have these units, especially on the main roster, mm-hmm. when it's like, oh, we have a woman in our group too. Okay, but has she wrestled yet? Well, not really. She's not really a wrestler. Oh, well, like, then what are we doing? No, but I, I think part of it is um she's right for the character but isn't ready yeah like you don't want to just put her in the ring like we saw with maxine dupree against Rhea and just shit the bed i'm sure yeah. she's in the pc training every day and once she's ready you you have her first match like that's why i think ava rain is someone they've they've wanted to use on tv but she isn't ready in ring yet i mean yeah. she's not ready on the mic either but yeah um I I imagine we'll see. I imagine Rizzo will wrestle down the line. I think they like way back when they did that with Carmella, didn't they? She was hanging around with um, Enzo and Cass for the longest time before she even had a match. Yeah, yeah. And you barely even think about that now. Yeah, just yeah, a, true. A wrestler, but yeah, I didn't really like like this match. But I thought Tony in the end really like yep. put a bow on it. We go to uh, X with uh, NXT Anonymous. Oh, right the artist formerly known as Twitter. Right. Uh, and they're watching Chase U, uh, the the female members of Chase U, with Thea. So, like, yeah, the NXT Anonymous is, like, spying through spy the... Cam. And they're... It's not what you think. University spy cams. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's just NXT Anonymous, and he's kind of peeking in the Chase U class when it's just all the, the girls there. Uh, Thea says that JC Jane has a plan, and JC says, yeah, Chase U is going down attendance is low but i have a plan and all you got to do is do exactly what i say and we'll all be good and then she pulls out her phone and she's like this is you this is you what is what is her plan what's the plan feet picks what feet picks feet picks like you need they need to make money fast it's a gr- room full of like you say spy cam this isn't what you think <laughs> it is and then you bring up feet picks like like that's that's that they bake sales they won't cut it you know bake sales won't pay your bills lemonade stands won't do it but feet picks might like I've been saying try only fans I mean I don't like, have anything better but yeah <laughs> at Poison Rana Pod what is J C James how uh, how are they supposed to save a whole university tell me like I don't know so I mean that comes to mind like. She says attendance is down, but every week I see new members. There's a lot of people. <laughs> Were these people even in this <laughs> university? I'm just saying, like, you know, don't don't shame, but, like, they could be making money yeah. just by, you know. Uh, wrestlers sell their gear. Yeah. Right? So. Not true. Don't knock it. We see Kelly Kincaid interviewing Oba Femi, who just won the men's breakout tournament. And uh, she asks him, do you know... Uh, when you want to use this contract for a title match and because this means you can use it whenever you want you can cash in and uh he says i'm back by destiny i could stat cash in at stan and deliver i could cash in at and that's when he's interrupted by lexis king who comes in and says if it wasn't for trey bearhill he'd have won that contract trey bearhill trey bearhill doesn't quite work the same uh, but he does have a contract for the NXT uh, North American Championship tonight, and he says, "Look, you Oba will be, uh, you will be the next world champion. I'll be the next North American champion, and we can kind of run this place." And then uh, says to Kelly, "Hey, 
drinks on me. He goes, when after I win tonight, drinks on me, Kells. <laughs> and as he leaves, Oberfemi goes, huh, hmm. that matches tonight? Hmm. And he looks at his contract. Anytime, anywhere, huh? Anytime, Any anywhere. Any title? Hmm. Dallas are backstage. They're freaking out after their loss. And then Joe sees someone in the distance and goes, Oi, family man. That's Ridge Holland. He goes, Ah, your story's very touching. And Ridge is like, Ah, leave it out. Joe's like, Look, look in my eyes. Look at my hair. Look at my rain jacket. <laughs> yeah, he's like, look at my eyes. Ridge is like, I literally can't. I see grease. I see greasy hair. He goes, I'm not scared of you. And Ridge goes, Yeah, look in my eyes. There's no fear in these. Joe goes, ah, you know what you should have done? You should have stayed in the brawling brutes because now you're in NXT. You're not going to survive. So uh, Ridge is breaking his neck next week, I guess, is he? I mean, are they going to go with like the crippler angle with Ridge? Like, I don't know. I, I, I like that they like he joke calling him family, family man. Good Nicolas Cage movie. But like he's here in NXT. I, I like him in the brawling brutes. Why is he back in NXT? It was kind of working. And I mean, Trent sevens in TNA. Now British strong style was a three piece unit. Bridge could just be the third guy there. I know Seamus and all that, but like, I don't, I don't know why he is down here. I'm not saying so far. I, I, I don't is like Seamus injured right now. Is that, I is think that it? So, and then they've just called up Tyler Bate finally. So Tyler Bate. You've got Bate and Dunn now as an act. So I, I think it's just, I think they want, they see something in Ridge and it's let's send him back to NXT to try and figure him out as a more of a, a higher up singles guy. Okay. I, like, let's see, like, let's see what the matches can do. But like, I was enjoying him with, Pete and, and they were a fun act, I thought. And I think him and Pete and Tyler could be like a pretty fun. It's like almost the Pokemon evolution of each other. It's Until like Tyler, Seamus. yeah, like uh, Seamus even bigger, right? Yeah. So it's like really like a, those like Russian dolls. But like, yeah. I, so I'm I'm interested, I guess, to see where it goes because I did think he sounded good last week. Mm. Anytime someone just goes, "I'm here to support my family. This is what I do for a living, and I love this." That's all you need to do, and he did that. So I'm kind of looking away from the rest of the injury stuff. Let's move away from that. I hope so. Yeah, yeah and I then. Hope so go forward with uh, ridge the fridge so i assume we'll get this in the next couple of weeks yeah probably next yeah. next week against joe but uh tyler bate showing up on smackdown seven years after making his debut in the wwe what british on uh, uk tournament championship yeah like this guy finally debuted on the main roster that is dallas wolfgang was in that tournament as well he's wow and he's still here yeah Seven years it took Tyler Bate. Yeah. That's as long as like Nitro was on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, you've got to remember you had uh, NXT UK. Yeah. Where they like wanted to have some stars there. You had a pandemic in there. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. well overdue. Um, and I will say I was very happy f- to see Pete and Tyler, Tyler on, SmackDown, on SmackDown. And I hope that's something that goes forward and fucking works and they can do shows in the UK and just, it'll be so awesome. However, I'll be negative Nancy. What is that finishing move? That is no finishing move. That is a terrible looking move. You hate the Tyler Bate sit out powerbomb oh, anyways. Double Tyler the Tyler. double thing looks like you're playing ring around the Rosie with each other. What are you doing? Yeah. I, I do feel the, I like, I like the roster split, um, to an extent. But I feel the tag division is something where I want to see more crossing over because having, you know, 
Those uh, two as a team, though. Strong style against DIY. Like, yeah. things like that is stuff yeah. I want to see. Yeah, exactly. We've seen it, but with Trent and Tyler. <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, no, have we? No, we saw them versus Revival. Did we have a DIY? Yeah, we had the World Collide show with DIY versus that's, Trent. Oh, the and, second yeah, time round. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, we go to our next match. Cora Jade versus GG Dolan. Um, your two favorites. Uh, Cora hits an elbow to the back of Gigi while she's in the ropes. Uh, then the CM Punk-esque high knee in the corner. Yes, very CM Punk. For a two count. Cora goes for another knee in the corner, but Gigi moves. She gets back into it, hits a knee to the face, and then a drop kick to Cora in the ropes. Um, Gigi then goes for her weird kind of pump handle DDT finish thing she does. Uh, but Cora holds the ref and then hits the double arm DDT for the win. So Cora wins, I think, like we said, is one of the final four in that battle royal next week. These two, yeah, they don't do too much for me in ring. And I, I keep wanting to see them improve, but their matches are always kind of short, a little clunky, but uh, at least maybe this kind of mini feud is over and maybe Cora like can kind of evolve in, I don't know. This didn't do much for me. It it wasn't bad. I, I didn't, they didn't really mess up or anything, yeah, yeah. but, and didn't out say it's welcome. It was pretty short, but also pretty forgettable as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we see OTM and scripts backstage. Uh, they're like walking through the, they're, they're in the car park. I think. Yeah. They're leaving the, the arena walking through the parking lot. Honestly, I need subtitles for these guys. <laughs> I don't understand a fucking word they're saying. Uh, I mean, they do have grills in their mouth. Uh, <laughs> so does so does swerve and i understand him fine sorry you're on tv i should be able to I'm understand not, what you're saying i'm I'm not even gonna front i was also like okay it's every, the, every week i go to note and i'm like i don't know okay. Scri scripts i can understand fine but it's it's the the big lads you want me to translate for you <laughs> no i didn't i, I couldn't did you get what they the, said the first few words what they were saying i could not understand something about the streets and we're from the streets and this is the streets and then jada parker i think she's also from the streets jada parker is is waiting for them in the parking lot and they're kind of confused and she's like hey she's like you guys are missing something and she goes, which one of you has the Riz? And they look around and they're all like, no, none of us. Do you have the Riz? I don't have the Riz. Do you have the Riz? And she keeps saying, y'all. She's like, y'all need something. And y'all have a missing piece. And that missing piece is me. See, another like woman joining another faction. Yep. Like it's a very like popular thing right now in, in WWE and here in NXT. So yeah, uh, she's someone we've seen just glimpses of. And I'm like, okay, let's see what you can do. She's got a, a good look and... If their whole gimmick is, hey, we're from the streets, then okay, then this this team is from... We got Italian mobsters. We got people from the hood. We got... I don't know. What were the other ones that we were talking... Like, the metaphor. I don't really know what... The, the, the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> I don't know what... The, cartoon they're, they're from, uh, different, different universe different or something. Universe. Yeah, like, we got people from all different parts. So, I mean, okay, let's, let's go with it and see where it can go. But it's like, like, kayfabe-wise, they were like, Oh, okay. Let's go talk business. When really they'll be like, "We talk about like, what are you gonna? Do? What would you do to help us? Like, like we just lost the title match. I don't know, but we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Maybe she will help them have the Riz. Yeah, bring the the Riz up by sixteen percent, right? <laughs> yeah, well, they'll do that. We go to our next first round Dusty Classic match. It's Tank and Hank taking on Axiom and Nathan Fraser. Yeah, I, I like this match, man. This is probably my favorite match on, on the show. Me too. A lot of fun. Uh, 
Hank and Axiom are going at it to start with. Axiom delivers this nice-looking drop kick, and then Fraser comes in. It's this whole match. It's like Axiom and Fraser have been doing the whole. We don't slow slow down at yeah. all. Never slowing down. Speed up. So the whole match is them going incredibly quick, and then just being met by this sheer like explosive power from frank uh and tank hang hank and tank yeah it's uh the power rangers turbo versus seth rogan and rhino sure. <laughs> in this yeah. match for me uh hank and tank deliver this like squashing sandwich to fraser oh man a this lot looked, of meat this looked like it hurt him yeah. i love this this was great i mean look hank and tank uh I, I i really do love their like enthusiasm their charisma and i think they've actually improved in ring yeah. and this match proved it their opponents here are the best guys to have a match with because they're a little smaller and really fast and can fly around and that's always the best kind of interesting match but that like belly slam yeah. like um, you know the big e move the hold the e train whatever yeah. yeah like double that it looked great fraser flips out and kicks tank axiom and fraser are then just flying in with these elbows to tank taking him down and uh then tank comes back with a bubba bomb the sit out for Nelson bomb. I mean, yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. I love, love that move. Yeah. Um, and then Hank comes in with a sort of kind of F5. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, just like a big throw. Yeah. Big throw. And Tank then takes his top off and launches Frazier at like pops up Frazier into Hank, who does this big backdrop. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, call me crazy, but I'm about to compare uh, Hank and Tank to when Kenny and Hangman used to do that. Yeah, move. exactly. <laughs> and now Axiom and Frazier come back, just keep running, hitting Tope Suicidas, both hit like two each. And then Hank comes in with a huge lariat, which looked nice. And then Axiom catches him with an inside cradle for a two, hits a knee to the jaw, and then a super kick and uh Fraser goes up top and hits the Phoenix splash to Hank. Hank was pretty far across the ring. So yeah, this guy is considering crazy. the rotations on the Phoenix he's... splash to then get across the ring as well was pretty impressive. He's but very fast. Fraser and Axiom win, but I thought this was a really fun match and uh, like completely exceeded my expectation. Yeah, again, Hank and Tank have definitely stepped up. I know we kind of joke about how they wear what mechanic shirts. Well, they, they've worn shorts? this for a couple of weeks now, and Booker T for the first time was like, "What are these guys? Yeah, doing? have they wear this?" Vic's <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, they they do switch it up here and there, but it's yeah. been basically these things. But this was the best they've looked thus far being in so. this company, and and I mean, I, I I have so much respect for both of them for doing this, and I and they are getting better. So. Hey, all the power to them. They definitely stole the show. And I think going against Frazier and Axiom, again, it was so perfect. These guys have been doing this for a long time. They're so fast, like super. F they're, they're two of the fastest guys in wrestling right now. Like, especially Frazier running those yeah. ropes is just, you can't even keep up with it. But Hank and Tank, who are clearly like more greener to this, they are a bit bigger than these two. And it just meshed really, really well. And I know they look like mechanics or something, but I'm, I'm in these guys' corners. It was sure. a perfect styles clash here. And, uh, like Hank and Tank for bigger guys, they, yeah. they're pretty agile and quick as well. But yeah, I just thought, they're, yeah, they're great bases for the other two. Yeah. Base gods, Hank and Tank. And yeah. They're pretty much like the average Joe's character. Like, they're just like, all right, we can do this kind of thing. Like, we're just I mean, too fast. was literally Hank's yeah. character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Security guard, took his shirt off. And then joined yeah. No Quarter Catch Crew. And then now <laughs> he found, I mean, he lost 
in this match, but I think they gained something. I think so. Definitely from, their from, best showing. Yeah. Uh, we go back to Tiffany Stratton cleaning shit out of the barn. <laughs> uh, She's hanging out with uh, Seabiscuit. <laughs> I don't know any other famous horses. Uh, Ed, Ed the Horse. Secretariat. Secretariat, nice. Yeah. What was the horse whisperer? That was a good one. Um, what are Bojack? Best That's Bojack, famous. best horse ever. <laughs> best horse I guess ever. Bojack is the most famous one as of late because he's a horse man. Bojack's great. Uh, horse shout out. Let us know who your favorite horses Black are. Black Beauty. There we go. Black Beauty. That was a big film. What's the one? Uh, is Sea Biscuit the one with Toby Maguire? I think. Yeah, I'm trying. I don't know any other horses. Do a yeah. little Google. Best uh, horses ever. Best horse ever. Uh, <laughs> chat room. What what good horses are they? Famous. You, you, you look up the horses. Uh, there's a Rolling Stone song. I know that. Oh, wild, wild, wild horses. horses. Beautiful song. Yeah. Uh, horses in a stable. We're the horse with no name. Yeah, there's the, that horse with no name. Uh, horses in the stable by Ty Dolla Sign. Right. Okay. Also a good one. Yeah. You would like that song. Yeah. yeah. Quit horsing around. Um, everyone, all the other like ranch hands are like watching on. And uh, Tiffany Stratton's kind of like gearing herself up. She's like, I can do this. I'm Tiffany Stratton. And she starts picking up the muck, but she's like dropping it all over her. And she's, she's like now dirtier. And, yeah, she's yeah. crying. And then finally she finishes it. And Fallon says, well, you're done. Well done. How does it feel doing some real work for once? And Tiffany says, this isn't work. It's hell. And... She goes, and you know what? I got to feel what it's like to be you for a day. And I pity you that you do this and you actually enjoy it. Well, I'm leaving toodles. And she steps out the barn and steps into some shit <laughs> and screams and falls backwards into a conveniently placed bucket of water. And she's screaming and Fallon and her friends are like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I guess they didn't want to go full back to the future manure covering her in it. Like I just, that was, but you could have got like fake horse shit. Cause I feel like the gag was she has to fall into the horse shit. And then instead it's into like the trough that, but it's clean. So I was like, all right. Yeah. I thought all of this was a little easy. I think, I think we had too high. I, I love them, but I think we had higher expectations. I think so. Uh, I thought, I mean, we've seen what well, we watched that. Was it higher expectations for the, the servant ranch hand on a horse ranch on a wrestling no, show? No, but think you're right. Like, remember there was that time on Raw where Stephanie McMahon, like the boss's daughter and Vicky yeah. Guerrero were fucking rolling around in shit. Right. There was. Uh, what was it? Henry Henry Godwin and Hunter Hearst. Oh Hulk, man, don't it? get me started on that. Match. There was that yeah. that shitty hog match. pen match. Hog pen. I match. mean, that is that where we're going with these two? The horse pen match. <laughs> Maybe horse table. But match. like, I just I just felt it was a little easy, and I kind of thought I thought you could have spread this out over a couple of weeks. Yeah. With Tiffany ending up maybe liking it. Yeah. You yeah. know, like actually, like horses are beautiful animals. Like maybe after a bit like getting to kind of love the horse and therefore becoming like coming back wanting to go to work yeah i i would have liked whereas i think at the end of it it's i i don't think it either has really progressed yeah i kind and of it wasn't it wasn't humiliating yeah humiliating yeah. enough for fallon to get a win 
So yeah, so it's a bit like eh. Yeah, as much as I, I do love both of these two, they're two of my favorites uh, in in NXT. But I was expecting it just something the story to progress. Now it's like, well, do they fight again, or is this feud now like over? I, I would Tiffany be embarrassed by falling into water? Yeah, she's like acting as if like it's the end of the world when like she's it's very clean water. And yeah, she's been, she's been dirt. Like, so like yeah, it was, it was it was a bit of a letdown. But I. I maybe we go forward like i wanted more of a i want like a trading places mm. thing i want like tiff all of a sudden being like oh horses are great and then Me like too. you see her riding it and then like you see and fallon then taking fallon shopping and having a bit of a make and fallon's like no i don't like this and then all of a sudden like oh wait a and second. then everyone's like oh fallon yeah Ooh, yeah okay. yeah yeah absolutely that's what i want book it uh okay found some other horses there uh, I didn't find, I found Geraldo, Hidalgo, Who? sorry. <laughs> Hidalgo? Oh. Uh, uh, Spirit? Run Shadow Facts. Show us the meaning Shadow of Facts. Yeah, Shadow Facts. Yeah, that, that, that's Lord of the Rings. That's Gandalf's horse. Uh, the Black Stallion. Flicka? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> the Black Stallion. Uh, horse Boy. I don't know. There's some. Horse Boy. <laughs> there's some Zach Efron one too. I don't know. There's a bunch of horse movies. There's a Zach Efron movie called Horse Boy. No, I can't. I had it here. I don't know. All the pretty horses. There's a lot of horse movies out. The horse, the one with Zach Efron is The Derby Stallion from 2005. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Anyone out there, a horse person, let us know. Yeah. Um, we see Idris and Malik backstage and they're saying, They've got their match against Trick and Mellow next week. And everyone's talking about Trick and Mellow, but they should be talking about us. And we're going to show everyone we've been a tag team a long time. And Trick and Mellow may be on the same page, but we're, we are the same book. And then some blonde runs in. I believe this is Brinley Reese. Thank you, John Ceno, because I, I had no idea. She was in the breakout tournament. Um, but Brinley Reese runs in and says, who's ready? And we're going to do some stretches. So come on, boys, stretch with me. And you're going to have six packs just like that. And they go, ah, we've actually got that covered. And they reveal. I mean, these two, yeah, they've, they've had eight pack for like time. Like Idris has been looking like, like you could do laundry off his app. So like to have her walk in on them being like, Hey, you guys need to work out. Like, I don't know about that. And she's like, well, when you need me, hit me up. So what, Brinley is like a fitness instructor, motivation? Simon Dean? Yeah, that kind of thing. Fuck yeah. All right. Uh, I just have a tiny gripe. She had her like, her water thing. She didn't have a Stanley Cup. That's been like the whole craze right now. People fighting, not the Stanley Cup, like hockey, like these cups, these like metal uh, things. She had like a, like a knockoff. Right. So it looked like a knockoff. So yeah. What are these cups? They're just, like, just they're, water, they're water pretty much plus. like these water things. And I don't know. People have been going absolutely. People have been fighting over them. What? We were talking about like, Hey, jingle all the way wouldn't happen. And you jinxed the world because people are like lining up and fighting over these Stanley cups, not oh, like yeah. the hockey Stanley cup, but like you can just get them on Amazon. You can just get any. I have like different ones for like coffee and water yeah. and stuff, but like, why would you? I don't know. I don't know if it's because there's a certain color. It's the pink or whatever, Expensive. but I expect, well, people are reselling them for like $500. What? I expect Wait. Tiffany Stratton to be drinking. Like, if you're going to be a bougie uh, fitness instructor here, what's her name? Br- Br- Brinley Reese. Like, she had like the Target version of it. So, right. like, yeah. <laughs> well, she's in development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
We go to our main event of the evening, the NXT North American Championship, Dragon Lee defending against Lexis King. Uh, they do a little bit of mat wrestling to start. Uh, Lexis then sits Dragon Lee on the turnbuckle and drop kicks him off. Clearly been watching Okada <laughs> this last week. Uh, just like Okada. And everyone in NXT was watching Wrestle Kingdom yeah. this week. <laughs> then, uh, no, they'll be watching it next week, won't they? That's how it, they always watch last week's show on the tablet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lexis then goes for a drop kick through the ropes and gets completely caught up. Yeah, uh, but then we see Trey Bearhill is at ringside. Yo, he tries to. The, the people stop him. Right. Yeah, okay. he tries to run out and pe- and people stop him because at first I'm like, did Lexus just like bail onto the ropes? Like it looked like he was going for something and stopped, but it was because he saw him yeah. and he was like, oh no, 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 and backs away. Uh, Dragon Lee then hits this nice flip over the ropes into a Rana, followed by combination in the corner, the kind of trip the leg, followed by the drop kick to the face. Yeah, very nice. Um, then they start open hand chopping each other in the chest i mean there's there's something going on in this family with their chops they love to just slap people in the chest but i'll give credit where credit is due to lexus king a few of those backs sounded pretty pretty good man so good for you there's boots to the face from lee followed by a nice looking super kick from king and then a clothesline to the back from king and then lexus with what like a, a cradle driver Kind of thing. I mean, yeah, Lexus King clearly has been watching his New Japan. He hit a made in Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> he should just be his finisher, considering his finisher is a fucking neck breaker. Yeah. But Lee kicked out. And then uh, Dragon Lee hits the Operation Dragon, the Destino, for the win. Um, yeah. It was... It had some cool stuff with the, the, the chops back and forth, but I... I I didn't think it got it too. It was another Lexus King match. Yeah. Kind of uh, wasting sort of Dragon Lee a little bit. Yeah. Um, But after the match, Obafemi comes out and he cashes in. Whenever there's a cash in, the refs are deaf, aren't they? They're all deaf. He's like, I'm cashing in. What now? Yeah, I'm cashing in. Oh, Mike Yoda was the best at it. I think it's, is it the Carmella cash in? He's like, really? (laughs) Oh, well, if you, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Walking over to the, yeah, now? Yes! Yes, yes I'm doing now. It now. <laughs> but Femi's clearly waiting for his spot. Yeah. There, yeah. So he keeps on just yeah, like pointing at Obi. the contract. I think Dragon Lee like was just a little late, but it, he still made it look like he, like you could tell. And again, this guy's super he green. For, for su- someone yeah. super green, I'd say good job because yeah. someone, anyone else would just be like standing Turn around and wait. I, so I wonder if it was the ref like telling him because like, yeah, we noticed because we watch this, this stuff all the time. But it's like he had the ref already telling him, like, I'm cashing this the, in. The timekeeper's already announced. So, yeah, the ref, without the ref, like, running over, it's just the ref, like, eye contact yeah. being like, hey, announce this. It's happening. And then Oba looks, clearly looks in the ring and is like, fuck, Dragon Lee's not paying attention yet. He's supposed to tope me. Yeah. So then he goes back to the ref. Hey, I'm cashing it in. The ref's like, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. It just rang the bell. It just rang the bell. (laughs) And then Oba's like, yeah, but I'm cashing (laughs) it. I'm cashing it in now. And then Dragon, and then, oh, Dragon Lee. Yeah, Dragon Lee hits the tope suicida. And then, uh, they're in the ring. There's a huge toss. Like, it's kind of like the toss powerbomb thing he does. Yeah, just throws it. From Oba Femi. He runs into a super kick from Lee, followed by a, D- a tornado DDT for a two count. And then Oba Femi catches him in a huge last ride powerbomb. And one, two, three, and new 
NXT North American champion Obafemi. Yeah, and apparently the youngest North American champion at 22 years old. This guy looks like an absolute monster, and you're telling me he's 22 years old? That's fucked. This guy's this guy's huge. Anyways, he's the new North American champion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked that he's 22. Uh, <laughs> You're like, you don't believe Have me. you heard of this guy, Luke Lit? Oh, the dark player? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is he like 18, 16? I forget. He's 16. He yeah. looks like he's 36. Yeah, like, he does. Yeah. Um, check his ID. Yeah. I am 12. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I think this is a, a cool, like, shocking move. We were talking last week where we think he's going to go with this. Yeah. I, I kind of felt. Lexis should have cheated and won the title. Yeah. And then Femi should have murdered Lexis. I agree. Especially with the setup earlier in the night. Um, like Dragon Lee is main roster guy now. So yeah, yeah. you get that they're gonna move him up. Yeah. I just I just thought it kind of healed Femi a little And everyone's bit. cheering for him. Everyone's cheering for him because he's he is yeah. a baby face. He's got I, the loudest reaction. I think. I don't think they're positioning him as a heel. No. But it's kind of a heel move. You're this huge man yeah who is uh cashing in on the tiny guy little luchador i just thought if you know ref distraction low blow from lexus king and lexus beats dragon lee and then Obafemi just murders him i think it it would have like felt a little better for me yeah um that's still kind of kind of cool uh yeah 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 i'll look at the okay i'll look at it both ways because yeah it's it's it if you gave it to Lexus King, he technically became North American champion, whatever. And right away, he either like he should have cheated and then won it, and then right away, Oba takes it from him. Storyline wise, it's because then sense. it's a babyface move. You're yeah. writing a wrong kind of. From- or or like Lexus wins it, and then Oba tries to cash in, and Lexus like dips. So then you prolong mm. it for a bit because like the chase, right? But so it is a bit weird. But like clearly, Dragon Lee's going back to the main roster because he only came in to fill in for Wes, anyways. Yeah. So maybe it's like, ah, let's just not give it to Lexus just yet and just do it this way. I but, guess so. But to be fair, like Dragon Lee's main roster, te- like I know he's he was here and then he went to main roster really fast. But Oba got the biggest reaction of the show. Yeah. So babyface or heel, the crowd just went nah, fuck it. I, I'm. I think he'll be a babyface. Yeah. Forwards. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. So like, yeah, it was a little weird, but it's wrestling, and it's like, if it's supposed to be a sport, this guy's like, who cares? I'm beating whoever is the champion. But then it's like, who's taking it from this? Guy? No one you for know? a long time. Yeah. yeah, I imagine until they go, okay, you're you're moving away from this, and they do like the ladder match or something, which you'd imagine they do at like stand and deliver for this title, yeah. right? Like the multi thing. Oh, yeah, we're going to that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So like we're gonna see Obafemi live. Hell yeah. Right? Awesome. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Obafemi is twenty twenty oh he's twenty five. I was mistaken. Twenty five? Mis- I was mistaken. He's born in nineteen ninety eight. Not okay. I, I I was wrong. I was wrong. Twenty right. twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah, it was Twitter going off saying he's twenty. Yeah. It was it was actually Fire Frank who who tipped me off. So Frank, Frank, check your fucking sources. Yeah, man. Or I'm gonna strip you of the title. Yeah. Uh, Oba Oba Femi, born in 1998. So he's like my brother, 25. Okay. Still, still crazy. Cool. He's huge and good for him. Uh, he really has impressed in the last few weeks. We did. I remember before the breakout tournament, he showed up and we were like, "Who the hell is this guy?" It was where he had the the vignette of him like throwing fridges, fridges across and the stuff. field, Kegs and then and stuff, yeah. had like a. Uh, just a big squash match and then disappeared. But uh, I imagine was doing 
Yeah, he was, he was shooting but. in the gym, and now he's now he's North American champion. So yeah, definitely uh, good for him. A, a pretty pretty good episode of NXT. I still think my favorite match was Hank and Tank. Me too. Yeah, uh, but uh, it it had the Dusty Classic. You had the a holes. You had a, a bit of some some good stuff. Yeah, there was like some clunkiness in between, but overall, I didn't leave any, with anything nope. super annoying me. So yeah, me too. So, and thumbs up from from us, yeah, from for NXT tonight, and the Dusty Classic will continue. I mean, we kind of talked about uh, the teams. So next week is it next week? Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin versus Axiom. No, oh wait, no, ne- we haven't got there yet. Next week is Chase U versus LWO, and Idris and Malik versus Trick Mellow Gang. So I would imagine Trick Mellow Gang and Chase U. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. And then the winners of those face each other. And then the A-Holes versus uh, Power Rangers Turbo. Yes. Hard-hitting truths. <laughs> it's funny because Nathan Fraser wears like a Flash-type gear, like the shirt in his entrance. Mm-hmm. And then he's teaming with the Power Ranger guy. So it does look like they're superheroes yeah. <laughs> against these two assholes. <laughs> uh, so there's your Dusty Classic. Yeah, it's, it's a bit smaller, but still uh, so far so good with some of these teams and uh what else did they announce for oh, that battle royal for the women's title so there's and, uh, the women's tag yeah well. so there's some stuff and i'm sure they'll add some stuff going cool forward. yeah all right that's what we thought shall we see what the facebook group thought yes go to facebook if you use facebook and search poison rana and there's a page you can like for updates of all the stuff but there's a group you can join with lots of members in there we share funny stuff we even have a poison rana group chat that you can access there and we always are chatting and sharing stuff when wrestling's on live and it's a it's a fun time but we also post feedback threads just like this one do you want to do you want to read the first one or you Let's want me to go for it manny uh, from pacoima oba feminists <laughs> we did it is that what he's calling his i don't think that's what he's calling it but i really love the pun there manny really really you really went for it there pollock would be very proud of you oba feminists oba nice. fem feminists oba's over Oba's, yeah, Oba Feminists, we did it. And Oberies. <laughs> uh, he may have beat you there, Manny, but very well done to both of you. Nothing's beaten either of those. Uh, and new, he says, really like the pairing of Baron Breaker, and I'm looking forward to their match against Axiom and Frazier. That rhymed. The Cora Gigi match was quick and still managed to be pretty bad. <laughs> Overall, another okay edition of NXT. Thank you, Manny. And then we go to the liar. Fire Frank, who says, <laughs> Poor Hank and Tank. They had a great showing, but Booker was dogging them the whole match. OTM, unfortunately, are still ITM when it comes to in-ring. What's ITM? In the mud? In the mud. Okay. <laughs> uh, we get the shock ending, which Ober telegraphed earlier, but it popped me. Thanks to Dragon Lee for helping out while they figured out what's next. Let's see if they can, can't can make a star out of the ultra-talented and impressive Femi, who just broke the record for the youngest North American <laughs> champ in NXT history at only 22. No, you're wrong, Frank, because Wikipedia says he's 25, and Wikipedia never lied. Corbin and Bron meshed well as a team, and Bron was winning over the CWC once again, interestingly enough. Tournament has been good so far. Okay, hold on a second. Is Wikipedia always right? No. Or is Wrestling Wiki right? Because I'm seeing two different birthdays 
for Obafemi. Is the is the day in the month at least? <laughs> I don't think so. C- Cage match is saying twenty two as well. So he is twenty two. Yeah. So we are the liars, Frank. We are the liars, and we're sorry. I mean, maybe I don't know. Wikipedia we're just misinformed. Yeah, three different. I have three different birthdays for this guy. Three. I have three. What did you see? Uh, it doesn't have his birthday. It just says he's twenty two. Uh, ProWrestling.Fandom.com says May twenty first, two thousand and one. That I was going to say that's my granddad's birthday. It's I mean, and then Wikipedia not two thousand and one. And then Wikipedia says May twenty first, nineteen ninety eight. So one of those websites is okay. fucking lying. Yeah, we will get to the bottom of this. Nice. Someone ask him. Oba, are you the youngest North American champion at well, 22? congratulations. He looks like he's a little older, but like he's just a monster. So yeah. Good for you him. You always do when you're, you're big. Yeah. Uh, we have a, another super chat from Jake. Oh, thank well, you, Jake. Who says, another best of ask, what would your best movie and best TV show of 2023 be? Mine would be Oppenheimer and I loved Only Murders in the Building. Nice. I actually haven't caught up on the the most recent Only Murders. Oh, no? I'm, I'm behind. I'm ahead of you now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I Because like since like the summer, I on the flight, I like fell asleep and then woke up a few episodes later and kept watching, which was the terrible idea. Oh. So then I'm like, wait, I have no idea what's going on. So I'm just – I got to rehash yeah. the whole season watch. I actually haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. So I, I like both of them. I, I did really like um... – what was it? Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon was it's pretty good. Yeah, excellent. Um, I I recently caught up on the Bear, which was fantastic as yeah, well. I gotta say, I mean, you finally watched the the Bear, the Christmas dinner episode is just like, oh my god, um, so the final season of Succession was pretty damn good. Like, Kieran just early. winning the Golden Globe. Yeah, suck it, Pedro, as um, he said. I'd probably go with Succession still, and I'm trying to think what other films I saw. Um. Yeah, probably, probably Killers of the Flower Moon, I guess. Uh, I really, I mean, I really liked Iron Claw just as a movie. I like it was Iron really Claw, good. Yeah. Uh, and like coming from me, you know, anime, I like animated stuff, but Across the Spider Verse oh, yeah. was like legit mind blowing stuff. Like it was so good. So uh, seeing that in IMAX was one of the best theater experiences, but also seeing Godzilla minus one in IMAX, which now has been, it made so much money in North America. It's being like still shown in different theaters. So would say those were, were pretty good too. I did go see, my girlfriend wanted to see that new rom-com chick okay. flicks, uh, anyone but you, which you know what was actually pretty funny. So maybe rom-coms are making a comeback. You know, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it up there with like Scorsese, but I really enjoyed the, the latest Saw film was was definitely like is that where he come he came back or saw 10 i mean it's set between like one and two right. uh yeah. but was was good they yeah. like did something different with it and it was it was like one i'd put it in like probably the top three saw films yeah um okay. yeah it was some good stuff but nice uh yeah barbie as well was a lot barbie was pretty funny man yeah. and i mean i'm i'm a toronto boy i need ryan gosling to win the oscar for i'm just ken like since Jack Black's not going to be nominated for Peaches, I, I don't care if he wins it. I just want to see him perform yeah. at the Oscars. Yeah, that's uh, what I need. Like I'm, so, I know all all the uh, the like tough guys out there. Like you guys, Barbie, you know Barbie, feminist woke movie, blah blah blah. Yeah, but the guys were the best part of it, so you got to check it. Out. <laughs> no, Margot Robbie is fantastic, and and she's probably going to be nominated for an Oscar for it too. Depending what wins the Oscar, we might review it we're, yeah we do that every year and then I'm something not, like indie art as film much as i love 
Killers of the Flower Moon. I'm not reviewing I that. Movie. Watching it again. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's really good. It's, it's really sad, but yeah, but like it's it not maybe for a review. But yeah, yeah. yeah we might do some sort of Oscar. Yeah, show maybe yeah. we might not. Let us know what your favorite movies are. Yeah. We're always always uh, down for recommendations and TV shows and stuff. But uh, uh, RYN in the chat says Saltburn was a watch. My girlfriend tried to make me watch that. The I've other been hearing day, some things about that. I decided to watch something else. So. I forgot okay. what I put on, but yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Hey, thank you for uh, listening to us ramble on here and listening to us chat about some NXT. We super appreciate you find people, especially people in the live chat here. We go live every Tuesday night after NXT. So catch us in the post wrestling YouTube chat and, uh, Check us out on Sundays as well on Poison Rana. And if you can't catch us live, catch the replay late Sunday night or Monday mornings in your podcast app. Search Poison Rana in your podcast app. Hit that subscribe and check out all the other shows that we do. Like we mentioned, our best match ever 2023 part one is for free out now on that feed, as well as a review of Wrestle Kingdom from last week. Plus shot in the dark every week. Sino covering all the wrestling that you could ever possibly want to hear about in 15 minutes or less. We got a, Eagles Don't Hunt Flies coming out later this week. Yes, this is the first of a two-parter. They're wow. looking at the uh, Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley feud with CM Punk. Okay. So they're starting with uh, WWE. So Dean Ambrose versus CM Punk, the whole Shield right. era nice. uh, this Friday. And then next month, they'll be looking at the uh, the whole AEW stuff where I'm sure they'll be talking about, what, Rocky Three. Oh, I would like to hear Brandon talk about Rocky Three. Yes, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So and check that, that show out too. Infamous Instagram post. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. True. Uh check out all the all the stuff that we do. Poisonrana.ca for links to the Rumble Party tickets, to all the other stuff that we do, all our socials. Go give us a like, a subscribe. All the little things go a long way. A nice review on your podcast app as well. But you want to support us and check out all the other shows, patreon.com slash poison rana that's it that's all we appreciate you hanging out here take care goodbye be safe and shout out sea biscuit ahoy i don't know why sea biscuit <laughs> <laughs>